This league needs a podcast. This podcast needs two dudes. These dudes have a cool guest host today. And next week could be you. This pod is still brand new. We try to entertain you. Other pods can't do what our pod's about to do. That's the truth. Yeah, Matt needs picks and Jacob loves trading. Billy's on top and Shelby is fading. John Calvin Johnson needs a healthy girly. Andre needs to win soon. We love Tyler's analytics. We and Brandon know all the prospects. Alex loves quads and listens to our pods. Two dudes talking. John and Drew. John and Drew. Me and you. John and Drew. All right, this is episode number eight of the Louisiana Dynasty podcast, and we're recording this on Wednesday, November 6th. So this is Andrew, um, joined as always by Hayden. How you doing, Hayden? Pretty good. I'm a little under the weather today, but other than that, all right. Well, we appreciate him <laughs> fighting through the, the, the severe illness. <laughs> and uh, we got a new guest this week. We have my dad, uh, Randy, who is the owner of the Billy Badasses. How you doing, Dad? I'm good. Good. Welcome. Glad to be on the show. I've uh, I've really, really enjoyed listening to y'all the first few weeks, and um, uh, it's it's it's. I'll, actually, I'm, I look forward to it each week. And a couple of times it's been posted a little bit later in the week, and I've been disappointed because I'm looking forward <laughs> on Wednesday. But uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun, and I've uh, I'm looking forward to doing this week's. Cool. Well, uh, for those in the league that haven't met you yet, you want to kind of introduce yourself to everybody? Yeah, well, um, I'm, I'm Randy. I'm Andrew's dad. I've probably met probably close to about half the guys in the league. Uh, been in the baseball league with most of them uh, for the last two years. Yeah. So uh, kind of had some indirect dealings with all of them. But I've uh, been playing fantasy for, gosh, Andrew, how long do you think? Probably 14 or 15 years? Yeah, that sounds right. Something about like that. And uh, this is my first time ever in a dynasty league. So this is something uh, very new, uh, but, but exciting. So I like it. Cool. How, how do you, when you compare like being in this dynasty league versus all the redrafts you've been in, been in, what do you, what do you like about dynasty versus the other ones? Well, I think it takes a lot more thought, especially for the draft in this league, because you don't just plan for this year. You plan for three, four, five, six years down the road, or try to anyway. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a lot different philosophy. I tried when I drafted. I tried to stay away from older guys. Probably the only one on my team that's got some gray hairs is Carlos Hyde, and the rest of them I tried to stay twenty six, twenty seven, and younger. And so that that certainly changes how you draft uh, and how you plan. But it's worked out well. I think. Uh, uh, I enjoy it. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully we're, we have this group together for a long time. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. Um, last question for you. I, I honestly don't even know the, the answer to this. Where did, <laughs> where did Billy Badasses come from? Uh, I wish I had a really cute answer for that. But when, when my brother started uh, the, the initial league, he had, it had been going for a couple of years and he invited me into it. 
It's really based out of New Orleans. And I was just looking for some kind of smart aleck name to put down. And I, I picked it at every fantasy league I've been in since then. Uh, the redraft, this dynasty, and the baseball league for the last two years, I picked the same name. So it's just what it is. Well, that's good. I think it's a very uh, very fitting name for your team this year, at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, been, I've been lucky so far, but as all of you know that have been doing dynasty for quite some time, this doesn't mean diddly squat. One bad week in the playoffs, if I'm lucky enough to get there, it could end it all. So uh, I'm glad it's been good so far, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, and I just wanted to throw in, too, uh, we, we kind of mentioned it before we started recording, but I think I was in sixth grade the first year that I technically played fantasy football. I know we you let me be your kind of co-owner in the league that you just mentioned with our uncle. Yeah. And then the year after when I was in seventh grade, so like 12 or 13, I had my own team. So I've been, <laughs> thanks to you, I've been doing fantasy for almost, almost as long too, which is crazy to think about. It is, but it, it's, it's been a lot of fun along the way. Sometimes as all you guys know, sometimes it can be frustrating, uh, but it's, it's a lot of fun and it, it, it changes the way you watch football on Sunday. And it's uh, you can still have your own team. Like I'm a huge Saints fan, but uh, it changes the way I watch football. Uh, I care about the other games, whereas before I didn't. So I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I agree. So uh, with that, we'll move into the trades from from the past week. We're just going to talk about the two bigger ones that we had. So uh, first, we had Matt and Tyler. Uh, Matt got Royce Freeman. Uh, Alex's 2021 and Tyler got Philip Dorsett, Sony Michelle, and a 2023. Um, so this one, this one kind of came out of nowhere to me. Um, I think on paper, like just initially looking at it, it looks pretty fair. Uh, do either of y'all have any thoughts on it? I think it looks okay. It's just. Anytime you take, like, you know, you got Dorsett and Sony Michelle coming from the Patriots going to Tyler. Anytime you're getting one of those from the Patriots, it's boom or bust. I mean, they could win you a couple of games and they could, they could, you know, Sony Michelle could have five carries in a playoff game for us and you lose because of that. It's just, you know, I'm not sure about Royce Freeman. Um, I've never been real high on any of those Broncos, uh, but. I just think it's a gamble with those two from the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, guys like Dors- basically Freeman, Michelle, and Dorsett, I don't – I wouldn't say I have a strong opinion on any of them either which way. I don't think – they're not guys that I own in any league that I'm in. Um, but, I mean, yeah, uh, as far as, you know, Matt getting another first-round pick, I think he's up to, like, five now maybe <laughs> yeah he's got so, like half the first round yeah wow so, i mean hey good for him with getting those picks so absolutely uh that's what he wanted to do <laughs> yeah i agree i i have sony michelle in several leagues and i was i was really high on him coming into the year but unfortunately for whatever reason he they just haven't committed to him as the goal line back like i figured he would share a lot of the work and not get a lot of receptions but I was counting on him getting at least getting all the goal line work, but even that hasn't happened. So 
like no. you said, he, he's, he's sporadic, and so Dorsett has been too. But yeah, I like the trade for Matt to get another first round pick. I mean, he's going full punt mode on this season and playing for the future. And if he hits on his picks, it could work out. Absolutely. And then the other trade we had just today, we had Hayden getting Keenan Allen from Shelby for Terry McLaurin. So Hayden, how did that trade come to be? Uh, Well, he, it really was. He, he messaged me about if I wanted Edelman and we talked for a little bit. Um, and he offered me Edelman in a first for McLaurin, and I said no. And that was like three days ago, I think. It was before this – or no, longer than that. I think it was like last Saturday. And then this morning, I just sent Terry for Keenan just to see what he would say. And then sometime – I don't even remember what time it was. He accepted it. Uh, really, I mean, I love Terry. I mean, I've talked about him. I think he's the best – I, I mean, I would put him as the best rookie receiver this year. Um, and I think, you know, he's good for the future. But, unfortunately, I don't have any picks this year. And so, <laughs> me sucking does me no good. So, I decided, <laughs> I guess, to try to grab a player that's going to produce more now and hope to sneak into the playoffs. And, I mean, I mean Keenan's still only 27. So, he's still got a couple years left. But that's kind of my – logic behind it i guess anything anything to add dad yeah uh you know yeah terry mclaurin's 23 keenan allen's 27 so it's not a huge difference there but uh the big thing to me is allen certainly is going to produce for you this year in the next two to three years but the big question mark with him is can he stay healthy and play a whole year because he really hadn't done that um the other thing with mclaurin i mean he's a wide receiver he's going to be really dependent on the type of quarterback that Washington has, and from what they've shown this year, it's not much of a future in the next couple of years. Uh, that could change, obviously. Who knows? They're going to play the rookie again. I, I saw starting this week again. But uh, I don't know. Certainly for the next couple of years, I think Hayden got the better deal out of this. Long term, just depends on how, how good quarterback play becomes for uh, Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think I'll be interested to see – how Haskins develops because he looks extremely wild right now, but, yeah, but a lot, a lot of rookies look that bad. So you never know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we'll see. I think it was a good trade for both. Yes. And then uh, we'll move over to the week nine recaps now and we'll start, we'll go ahead and get the misery out of the way with my loss to you. Um, <laughs> so you won one fifty six to 85. Um, I'll go first. I just had a couple of, a couple of notes. I, I do want to point out, not that it is the only reason I lost, but I did have uh, Cooper Cup, Tyler Tyler Boyd, and Michael Thomas all on by. And so I just added it up just a second ago. All of the starters, all my starters other than Dak, Le'Veon, and Jacobs combined for 12.43 points. <laughs> so they averaged less than two Per player so i just had a ton of stinkers other than those three guys yeah you uh, had uh, you had two guys with negative numbers and another one with a zero so yeah. i mean that's that's hard to win yeah so thus my my week total but uh well i'll uh yeah you you've been scoring really well all year andrew this was just your off week and you know it, it's certainly by dependent 
like a lot of teams are this time of year. So that's understandable. I was really happy with mine. Of course, McCaffrey did what McCaffrey always does. And Marvin Jones did really well. I mean, I scored 156, and Mahomes still didn't play in for the second week in a row. I heard today that he was a full practice, and he should be a full go this weekend. So if I can score 156 without Mahomes in the lineup, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, no, I agree. I know. I just wanted to point out, too, I think – so McCaffrey through eight games has 13 touchdowns. So he's on pace for 26 <laughs> total touchdowns. And I think Hayden said the other day that he's on pace to have the best fantasy season of all time. Yeah, he's, he's on pace to break LTs. I can't remember what year Thomason had his biggest year, but he's on pace to break it, so – and, Andrew, I love you to death, but I'm going to remind you that you traded that pick to me before the draft so I could get him where you could have taken him otherwise. Yeah. No, for, for this year, you definitely <laughs> definitely won that swap. But we'll, we'll see how – I have my doubts on how long he can last getting 25 oh, touches a game. No question. He's not nobody... the big, Yeah, he's not the biggest guy in the world. And his longevity doing that, history tells us he's not going to do it for five more years. Yeah. I agree, but, but who knows? He could prove us wrong. Anything to add, Hayden? Uh, I mean, y'all touched on most stuff. I'll add something for Billy, which I think is good news for Billy, um, as if he needs it. But uh, <laughs> I saw Damian Williams play like his highest snap share of the year so far, at like what was it at seventy two percent. So I mean, what do he have? How many points did he have? 20? He, had, he had twenty. I mean, he had a he had a 90, 90 yard run that was accounted for most of it. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to have him in the lineup this week because Hyde's on a bye. Okay. But uh, yeah, his is. I think McCoy has fumbled two or three times in the last couple of weeks, and uh, I think they're going to cut back. At least it appears they're going to cut back on McCoy's workload some this time of year to try to save him for an end run. Plus, yeah. he's had those fumbling issues, so. I'm hoping he can do well, uh, Williams, this week for me anyway. Yeah, I think snap share is usually one of the things I like to look at as far as, like, if I think if they're getting increases each week by week or if they, you know, start to use them more. So, yeah, well, McCoy, the way he holds that football, I don't know why. I don't know why he doesn't change the way he does, but. Yeah, he's always done it like that. Yeah. So. All right, so we'll move on to the next game. Uh, we had Fade to Black, had a pretty convincing win against Matt's uh, Trust the Process, mm -hmm. won by uh, over 50. It's bad. Uh, Dad, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, you know, Fade to Black, I have Lamar Jackson in, in another league. In fact, I just traded for him just last week, and he helped me win my game too. So, uh, I mean, Lamar Jackson is his bell cow, I think. Galladay's had a great year. You don't really expect Metcalf to have that kind of point total from Seattle, but he pops up. You think that's twice this year he's done it. And then Ertz carried. And of course, he scored 150-something points and had a zero from Brandon Bolden. So, I mean, he has the potential to, you know, that score could have easily been in the 170s if he'd had any, any kind of production from uh, Bolden. So, he had a really good week. Yes, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I see he's, he started Bolden over – Duke Johnson for some reason. Uh, I don't know if there's like news about Bolden before the game or. 
I didn't hear any. And again, that's one of those New England running backs. I mean, you could, you never know. Bolden could get 30 carries one week or 30, you know, between carries and targets, but you just never know what Belichick's doing. Yeah. But I needed Fade the Black to lose, and he did not. So, (laughs) not good. Yeah. uh, You covered most of the stuff I was, both of y'all covered what I was going to say. I think Lamar Jackson doing what he did against New England kind of just cements him as an elite fantasy option going forward. Uh, so that, that's good news for uh, for Fade to Black. Um, you mentioned Galladay. He's on pace for 1,280 yards and 14 touchdowns. So he, he was a guy that I had kind of doubted coming into the year, but he's definitely proven me wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, I think most of it was just because their offense – loving the ground and pound the ball. I didn't think they were going to air it out, but they definitely have been. Yeah, our, our, our trade uh, parcel that we talked about a little while ago from Denver got a total of 2.4 points for trust the process, so that was kind of a stinker. And Brissett getting hurt and only giving him less than three points is a killer. Yeah. Yeah, that, that definitely hurts. Uh, the only other thing for, for Matt's side I wanted to touch on was – Jameson Crowder it seems like more often than not when he plays with Darnold he he gets peppered with targets so especially with us in a PPR he seems to be a really good option going forward so I think that's that's a positive for him but like we said I think he he, his eyes are on the future and getting ready for the for the rookie draft with all those first round picks yeah yeah but yeah he he's He's trying to lose, and he has a better record than I do. So, <laughs> so I can't say anything. Uh, so, all right, we'll move on to third game. We had uh, Storm Coopers beating Fart Boy, and John Calvin had 185, which wow. was the highest score of the week. So he had a had an awesome week. Um, I had I just wanted to touch on a couple things. It looks like. Uh, Ronald Jones is like the new starter. They're finally going to let him take the reins in Tampa. So that's, that's good news for him. Um, I don't know how much I believe in him like talent wise, but I mean, he's in a good offense and if he gets 15 to 20 touches a game, he's going to be a top 15 or 20 running back for sure. Um, And then he's got to be excited about Muhammad Sanu uh, breaking out with new England. If he, if he gets 14 targets in the, from Tom Brady, he's going to be a monster every week. So, uh, so yeah, really, really good week for him. Yeah, the the two that stood out on his team to me were Sanu, like you said, Andrew, with it just showing up and doing that well. But he's a, he's a veteran receiver. It doesn't surprise me that he could pick up that quick. The one that really shocked me that did really well for him, for him was Kenyon Drake for Arizona. He had literally been there, I think, two or three days in camp with those people, and he put up 28 points. Uh, Against a good defense. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, – yeah, it, it was – he did really well, and, and it, you know, who knows? That offense has been doing, I think, pretty well and has getting, been getting better. I saw today when I was watching the NFL Network this afternoon that uh, – Murray out there has the longest streak of consecutive passes now in the NFL without an interception. Wow. You, don't, you don't think of that coming from a rookie in that kind of a like spread type offense, uh, RPO type offense. So 
that could be suit Drake and his straight line speed really well. He may he may be a high producer. That may have been a great uh, good good deal for uh, Storm Coopers. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the, the only other thing I wanted to say for Shelby, I think I, I looked, was looking at Derek Carr. So he, I think he had his bye week, week six, and since then he's had some really good games. He's had at least 285 yards and two touchdowns every week. So it seems like that offense is kind of clicking um, the last few weeks. So that, that's encouraging with Carr because that's a guy that I, I wasn't, I wouldn't have expected that from. Uh, yeah, I that. hope it keeps. I hope it keeps clicking because I got Williams and Waller, and I hope it keeps flying. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, nothing. Yeah, anything, Hayden? Uh, no. I mean, y'all kind of touched on most. Uh, I mean, Mike Evans, another huge game. Uh, from his slow start, but nope, nothing else really for me. All right, so we'll move on to Brandon Alabama Meth Gators beating. <laughs> Hayden, uh, one seven, one sixty two to ninety seven. Uh, what what went wrong, Hayden? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be faster for me to say what went right. I guess. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I just I had a couple bye weeks. I mean, I was starting two tight ends that weren't very good. Uh, I had to start Naheem Hines. I mean, and I mean with that. I mean, none of my besides Jalen Samuels, none of my guys really did anything. Um, and I mean, Brandon scored one sixty two, which is a good score. So I guess I'd rather lose with him scoring good than him edging me out by five points and winning with a hundred. So, uh, yeah, I mean, not a whole lot as far as my players go. So it is. I just had to take the loss. Yeah, you had a tough week with Darnold. He didn't produce much for you. And uh, when Diggs – Diggs should be, a, you know, one of the, the stars of your team. He gives you 2.6. That's a killer. Uh, and Brandon's got a good team. I, I tell you what, if Brandon's – if Beckham ever starts playing like Odell Beckham and they decide to actually give him the ball, Brandon's got a dangerous team. He can go he, – if he can get in the playoffs, he can got a chance to go a ways. Yeah, I agree. Um I think one thing for Brandon that's encouraging is David Montgomery starting to come alive the last two weeks. Uh, I think he's, he's got 20 points back-to-back weeks as a guy that you know, everybody was super high on in the preseason. He was kind of the ADP darling in the draft season. Uh, he's finally starting to turn it around. Um, and if that off, I mean, if they can get a decent quarterback long-term and have that offense start clicking, that might be a really good young running back going forward. Yeah, I heard on the on radio today that that's a potential landing spot for Cam Newton. That would be interesting. Huh. Oh, wow. Yeah, it would be interesting. He's they definitely – Literally, there, there's, there's talk supposedly uh, behind the scenes to trade the two quarterbacks because the uh, – what's-his-face in Chicago is from Carolina. Trubisky. Yeah, and um, – they think he needs a new start and he would be, you know, he's along the same lines as kind of like Allen that they have out there. Now they just need a game manager that can turn and hand the ball off to McCaffrey, quite frankly, in Carolina. Yeah. That'd be interesting for Cam. To yeah. It would there. be a new start. They have, they have enough skilled talent in Chicago. I think to make a, you know, if you know, Cam's deal is, can he stay healthy? Right. Yeah. I, 
I'd be a little worried with him, like fantasy wise, because I I highly doubt that any coach is going to let him run as much as he has going forward. But maybe they will if they get him on a cheaper contract. They they probably would be more willing to risk him and let him run. And on on Brandon's team too, on the Meth Gators, he's got Kyler Murray, and I think he's. I I mentioned him just a minute ago. I think he's going to take off this last you know half of the season. Uh, I think he's just going to become more and more comfortable. I think he's going to be a good scoring weapon for Brandon. Yeah, apparently he's the number seven quarterback right now. I didn't realize that. Yeah, and then for for a rookie to do that in a brand new offense with a first time head coach, that's that's impressive. Yeah, yeah I agree. So we'll move on to uh, Alex's Golden Gods beating uh, Tyler Giant Failures. Uh, Tyler had the lowest score of the week, 78. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm going to take partial responsibility for that with trading him out, Adam Thielen, and then he immediately got got hurt (laughs) and had zero. But Juju didn't do much better, so if that helps helps his his psyche any. Anything y'all wanted to touch on there? Uh, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Spade. uh, Well, his juggernaut defense finally – didn't put up 20 points. So, uh, Lamar, I guess we can thank Lamar for that one. Um, trying to think, uh, I'll say for Alex that, uh, Devin Singletary looks pretty good in Buffalo. Um, I think he has, I think we talked about last week. I think he has a really good, like rest of season schedule. Um, and Alex is six and three now. So, um, he definitely is looking like he, probably going to make the playoffs and then it's set up pretty nice once he's in so it's looking good for Alex yeah those are both two good teams I was great I was glad that uh, Tyler got beat because he let me move back into first place in my division but he just had a bad week he's I mean he's heavy on the Packers and when they had a bad week I mean he's he's gonna have a hard time winning and Thielen like Andrew said it's worse than getting hurt before the game. He got hurt the first series, so yeah. you got to start the guy. And then when he's hurt the first series, you're toast. And uh, Alex finally got Melvin Gordon to be Melvin Gordon, which was good for him. And um, and Stafford, I think, has been a very consistent quarterback where probably the last three to four years in fantasy, he's been real erratic at best, but he's done well. And like Hayden said, uh, the Patriots' defense for Tyler finally came back down to earth. Yeah, y'all y'all already touched on everything I wanted to say, and I know with Melvin Gordon, it looks like kind of what Hayden was saying with snap counts. His his snap counts have gone up three weeks in a row, so that, so that's encouraging. I think him showing a little flash and finally looking like he's rounding into form is, is encouraging going forward. Um, and then yeah, that, that sucks with Thielen because with him re-injuring the hamstring, they're probably going to sit him for longer than they did the first time. So, from what I read, he might miss two or three weeks to make sure that when he comes back, he doesn't re-injure it again. Uh, so, that sucks because I know part of why Tyler did the trade with me, with him and Juju, was to get kind of an upgrade for this year. And if Elon misses a few weeks, that that hurts. But ho- hopefully he comes back for playoff time. But he's in my division, so that's not a good – that's not a bad thing for Bill. <laughs> yeah, y'all have a really strong division because it's y'all two and – John Calvin, yeah. right? Yeah, and we're you know one of us is not going to get the get a buy and going to have to play the first round, which is going to be a shame. But uh, I just hope it's not me. <laughs> well, you got a leg up now, so 
I do. So then we have our last game was the um, Blue Gum Banditos of Mexico against <laughs> Lavender and Cream. Uh, this was like one of the closest games, it looks like. 163 to 143. Um, poor Andre. Uh, actually had a pretty good week, 143. Uh, but but wasn't enough. Um, I only had a couple things. For Jacob, I think he's got to be really happy with Lockett. Um, I know he traded with Hayden. Uh, Don't talk about it. <laughs> Lockett for Mixon earlier in the year. And Lockett had 18 targets, which is insane. And he's the number three PPR receiver on the year, I think. So uh, he, he's got to feel good about that trade. And for Andre, Russell Wilson has just been unreal. Um, I, I think he would probably be the MVP of the of, you know real football, too, if, if the season ended today. Uh, five touchdowns, uh, a little bit of rushing. So, uh, even though he lost, I think you know he's he's definitely got some positives to take away. Yeah, definitely. I think Andre's got a good team building for the future. You I mean the likelihood of him getting the playoffs this year at two and seven is non-existent? But I mean he's got Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Ezekiel Elliott, and Kamara. If he can just add two or three decent receivers, either through the draft or the trade, he could have a really strong team. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then just to touch on Lockett again, as much as it sucks, I mean, I figured that he would still be a monster this year uh, and mix him with struggle. Hopefully the Bengals can draft either some offensive lineman or quarterback. I don't know what their plan is. But... <laughs> Yeah, and also for the for the Banditos, Tyreek Hill looks like he's coming alive. And if they get Mahomes back, which I hope they do for me, but uh, and with Tyreek Hill getting into playing shape, it looks like and playing at full gear, I mean, he could really explode for the Banditos the rest of the year too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that does it for the recap, um, and we'll move into our predictions for this week. Uh, we'll start off with uh, me against Hayden. Oh, uh, looks like Sleeper has me as a pretty good favorite right now. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick me because I'm back at full strength. I don't think I have any buys or any real injuries. Um, I like a lot of my matchups, and I think if if I'm going to win, it's gonna be with the full strength team. So I'm gonna pick me, Hayden. Uh, yeah, I mean, Michael Thomas might score 50 points against the Falcons. Um, he's projected for 24. Yeah, is insane. I know. <laughs> uh, Josh, Je- is Bell playing? Have they said if he's he, playing or not? He, they, he had an MRI, which apparently was clean. Um, but they, they're holding him out of practice right now. But, I mean, I would assume that he'll be fine to play. Okay. And then, I mean, Josh Jacobs has been super good. Uh, I think I have, I think, yeah, my only buy is I have Wentz on buy and then, I mean, Fuller still hurt. Um, but you know what? Well, I mean, I'm picking me. I, mean, I always <laughs> pick me. So. <laughs> Hayden, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I love you, buddy, but, uh, I put, I made notes for the, my predictions here. And beside your name, I got Sam Darnold parentheses, ha ha. So, uh, uh, you're not going to win this week, buddy. 
uh, Michael Thomas, like Andrew said, is going to go off. Dak Prescott's been playing really well. Cooper Cup's coming back from his bye week, and I think they're going to light it up against Pittsburgh. So um, I think they're going to – the Rams are going to come back, I think, and get their offense going again where it's been kind of sputtering. And uh, no offense, dude, but I think you got, uh, you got no hope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with Andrew. All right. So next we have uh, Fart Boy against Giant Failures. Uh, Dad, you want to lead us off? Uh, yeah, hang on. Let me get back to where that is. <clears throat> let's see if I can find it. Hang on. It's okay. I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first go and let me find it on my notes. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to go Tyler. I'm going to go Giant Failures. Um, He's a huge favorite, according to Sleeper. Um, I think he's got some really good matchups. Got Ingram against Cincinnati. Uh, Julio, um, I mean, even though the Saints isn't a great matchup, you'd imagine they'll probably get down pretty big and and get a lot of garbage time. He's got A.J. Green apparently coming back this week. Um, So I I think I'll on this one. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. He get Aaron Jones against Carolina, and I mean, yeah, Ingram against the Bengals. You think they'll just be pounding the ball against them? So, uh, yeah, I'm going Tyler too. Yeah, I, uh, uh, me too. I'm going with the uh, Giant failures. I think, uh, like what Hayden said, I think uh, Green Bay is going to bounce back against Carolina. I think Rogers is going to have a good day, and Jones, and uh, and I, I put beside Fart Boys. Uh, D Freeman bad. He he sent me a uh, he sent me a, a text this this I think maybe last week asked if I had any interest in Freeman and my response was ha ha no thanks. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think this could be a blowout this week. But you know who knows. Well, I don't know if you meant to do this, but you just completed a reverse curse uh, for Shelby. So now. Probably a ninety-nine percent chance that Shelby wins. That's it. Well, he should be happy then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would be bad. Yeah, bad for you. Freeman will probably score forty-two. <laughs> or good for you. I mean, so you probably did that on purpose to help uh, help Tyler lose. Yeah. Yeah. All that right. That so would make me sad. Yeah. Next, we'll go to Golden Gods and Fade to Black. Uh, Hayden, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, just looking at the, ooh, matchups, um, I think I like Golden Gods in this one, uh, Breeze against the Falcons at home, uh, I think that's pretty easy money, uh, Barkley against the Jets, he could have a massive game, um, and then... Is Cooks playing this week for the Rams? I don't think so. No, I've got him. I've got him in a redraft league, and I, I don't think he is. Okay, so I mean, it's good for Woods. So, uh, I mean, I think we. I think uh, Fade to Black. You know, I think he's going to score points, but I think Alex could be set up for another big week again. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with Fade to Black. Um, I, I just – I really like Lamar Jackson. I think this, the Atlanta has had such a hard time scoring sometimes, and I think the Saints' defense has done really well this year. I think the Saints could get up big and then just run the ball the second half. So, Breeze's numbers, I think, may not be that great. Um, 
I just like – I mean, I, I like the matchups that uh, Fade the Black has this week. I think he's going to win, but it could be a very close game. Yeah, I'm going to go Golden Gods on this one. Mostly, I think Breeze against Atlanta is just a, about as great of a matchup as you can have. But I will say Fade the Black has Lamar Jackson against Cincinnati. So between those two quarterbacks, that could be a, a shootout just by themselves. But – yeah. Um, I like uh, I like what Hayden said. I think Kelsey against you know Tennessee is a decent defense, but Kelsey possibly having Mahomes back could have a huge, huge week. Uh, Saquon and Gordon looking good, so I'm gonna go Golden Gods on that one. Uh, so now we'll do the infamous Billy Badasses against Uh-oh. the poor Trust the Process. Uh, <laughs> I think we probably know who we're picking on this, but you want to go first, Dad? Sure. I'm picking myself. Um, with Mahomes back, I think it's going to make a huge difference. McCaffrey's just been a stud. And Kittle, I think we all knew was going to be good. I took him with a pretty high draft pick. But I took Waller in like the 14th or 15th round. I quite frankly think he's, he's, he's tremendous. I've had a lot of trade offers with people trying to get him from me. But they're both – they're both d- decently, you know, uh, aged in the mid twenties, and uh, I'm hanging on to them for a good while. I think they can they can uh, do well, and I I think I'm a, I think I should win this w- this week. Uh, yeah, I, I have to agree with you. Um, I mean, just looking, Matt's having to start Justice Hill, uh, Darius Slayton. I mean, I know Hunter Renfro's had two good back to back games, but I still don't love starting Hunter Renfro. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, like you said, with Kittle Waller and then, of course, McCaffrey. Uh, I think I have to go Billy here. Smart man. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm I'm taking Billy, too. I think Matt's lineup is just pretty weak. Uh, I mean, to have, you know, Darius Slayton, Renfro, uh, Justice Hill in the lineup, like it, I think you'd be lucky to probably hit 120. Um, so I think even if you have kind of an off week, it, it, I think you're you're set for this week. So I'll make it unanimous. Okay. Take Billy. So that means I'm going to lose, right? Yeah, more than likely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. All right. Uh, let's see. Now we'll do Storm Coopers and Blue Gum Banditos. Tony, I want to go first. Uh, I'll go first. Um, just looking at it, I think I'm leaning towards Storm Coopers in this one. Uh, I don't know if Evan Ingram is playing or not. I don't think he is. Uh, but even with that being said, I think Winston's matchup against Arizona is super good. That could be a super high-scoring game with two bad defenses and two good offenses. Um, and then, I mean, and then John Calvin has – Mark Cooper, Mike Evans, Christian Kirk, Gurley's back from his bye week. So I think he's got some players set up pretty good. So I'm going to go John Calvin. Yeah, I'm going, uh, I'm going Storm Coopers also. I mean, just the matchup, like Hayden said, with Arizona and Tampa could be extremely, and he's got Winston, Ronald Jones, Mike Evans for Tampa, and he's got Drake, who had a great game last week, and Christian Kirk. I mean, the, that game – well, that game's going to make or break him this week, but I think it's going to be high-scoring, yeah. like Hayden said, and I think he's going to win. 
Okay, I'm going to zig here and go Banditos. I, I actually was going to mention that he has so many bucks against Arizona. Like, on paper, that seems like a really good matchup. But if, if that doesn't go well, I could sink his whole team. Uh, I really like Ryan Tan- Cousin Ryan against uh, <laughs> against Kansas City. I think if they get down big, especially, and, and get a lot of garbage time, that could go well. Um, and I love the trio of Tyreek, Lockett, and Sanders. I mean, Sanders looked great with San Francisco. I think he's in a great situation. Uh, so he, he'll have to find another tight end, I think, because I, I agree. I think it sounds like Ingram will be out, but uh, I'm going to go Banditos. And then last game of the week, we have Meth Gators against Lavender and Cream. Uh, I'll go first. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Lavender and Cream. Um I think Alvin coming. Uh, I assume coming back against Atlanta, if he does play, that's a, an awesome matchup. Like we said, uh, Russell Wilson plays at San Francisco, which could be tough. But as well as he's been playing, I, I don't think anybody's slowing him down. Uh, he he does have a lot of Saints in the lineup. He does. He has uh, Traquan Smith, Cook, Murray. And Alvin, like, <laughs> that could be really good or really bad. But you'd assume that at least some of those have to have a big game right. against Atlanta. So I'll take Lavender and Cream. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with Brandon on this one. Back to Kyler again, um, and then he has Godwin in that Arizona game too. Uh, he does. He has Debo. I will say I saw today that San Francisco has thrown a touchdown pass to. It's like 10 different either receivers or players, which is like the most in the NFL. Um, and I'll also say for Andre, I I'm, I'm, have a feeling a big Traquan Smith game this week. So maybe like 100, 100 yards and two touchdowns, maybe something like that. Uh, so I'm, I'm feeling some Traquan. So I'll put a little good mojo on him there. <laughs> Yeah, I think Andre has a better team than his record. He's got he's had some bad luck this year, but I'm going with Brandon. He's my commissioner, and I'm gonna suck up and pick him because I may need a favor later in the year, and so I'm taking my commissioner. All right, so that finishes the picks. We had two unanimous picks. We all picked Tyler to beat Shelby, and we all picked the badasses to beat uh, Matt. Um. For the season-long picks, uh, let's see. Hayden is now seventeen and nineteen, uh, and I'm fourteen and twenty-two. So he's got he's got a three-game <laughs> lead on me. Uh, not not so great. I do want to give a shout out to Tyler, who last week went six and zero. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. So for the season-long rankings, he's number one. If he doesn't come back and make any more picks, he's guaranteed. Yeah, <laughs> guaranteed first place in the in the season-long standings. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, good job, everybody. Uh, thanks for coming on, Dad. I got, okay. I, I got a trivia for us. Okay. Okay. I've got something. Okay. So, this is for, uh, let's see, for between 2018 and 19. So, last year and this year combined. The, can you name the top five? wide receivers when tar- their passer rating when targeted. So highest passer rating for the top five receivers when targeted. Hmm. Lord, I would think Cup's in one, on it for one. 
You can go with Cup? Yeah, yeah I'll go with that. Cup is number three at 127.3. Okay. Um, two of them are on the same team. Is it the Tampa receivers, maybe? I don't know how well Godwin did last year, but I know he's been good this year. Uh is Kittle one of them? No Kittle. Huh. I'll do I'll do Tampa. Let's say Mike Evans. No Mike Evans. Okay, not Tampa. Um uh, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is number five okay. at one twenty four point two. Wow. I thought he'd be higher than that. Um you got a guess? Is Amari Cooper on there? He is not. Mm. One of these guys we talked about a decent bit. Tonight? Yeah, yeah. Lockett? Yeah, Lockett. Oh, yeah. Crazy thing about Lockett. If Lockett would have caught um, – let's see what it says. If Lockett would have caught a touchdown this past Sunday – he would have a perfect passer rating when targeted over the past two years. He's at 158.0. Wow. So you got two more. Hopkins? No Hopkins. He actually drops some every now and then. Trying to think. I'll give you all a hint. The teammates, y'all already named one of the teammates. Yeah, it's it's one of Cup's teammates, I would assume. He shook his head no. So not not okay, not, it's not the, on the Rams. Wow. Uh, y'all named you say y'all named a teammate and then y'all guessed the wrong guy, but one of his teammates is on this list. I don't know. I'd say they're kind of similar receivers. Who all did we get right? <laughs> y'all got Michael Thomas, Tyler Lockett, and Cup. So it's one of their teammates, and y'all also guessed somebody, but y'all got it wrong. But his teammate is on this list. Um, Does it have to be a receiver? Yeah, they're receivers. Okay, so it can't be a running back catching passes. No. Okay. These are the two, these are the two hardest ones. I'll say that. The teammate is really hard. Yeah, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I don't know either. You can tell us. It is Michael Thomas's teammate, Traquan Smith. Wow. At 142.5. Yeah, I'd, is in second place. I'd have never thought that. You want to try to guess number four? You want me to tell you? He's hurt right now, unfortunately. A feeling? Not feeling. I'm drawing a blank. Number four is Will Fuller. Oh, wow. At 127. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So it's Lockett, Traquan Smith, Cooper Cup, Will Fuller, and Michael Thomas. It's the top five. Okay. That's pretty cool. Andrew, can I throw my tidbit out there now? Yeah, go for it. Uh, For those who who have been uh, 
patient and waited till the very end of this podcast. I have been in contact with our glorious commissioner the last couple of days, working on coming up with an idea for to be for what we're going to use to be awarded to the champion of our league each year and have it passed from champion to champion. And we've come up with a uh, a solution that I think is going to be spectacular. Uh, I'm working on the design right now. It should go into production next week, and I should have it in a couple of weeks, and I'll get it down to Baton Rouge for either Andrew or Brandon uh, when I come down for probably the Arkansas game in a couple of weeks. But I'm not going to tell you all what it is, but I'll give you a pretty um, a pretty good hint. Uh, there's some wrestling fans in our league, and I think you guys are going to be really, really happy. <laughs> well, cool. That's exciting. Uh, when I get I it, mean, when I get it in, I'll take some pictures and I'll post them online on our deal where everybody can see it. And then I'll get it down to Baton Rouge. Cool. Yeah, that's exciting. I know um, me and Hayden have talked too. We want to. I know we're a little ways out from it, but we want to try for those who can make it to do when we do our. Uh, rookie draft lottery to try to get as many people together as we can. So if, if we're able to do that, I think that'd be a good chance to award the, the, uh, the prize to, who, to whoever's the champion. Yeah, and, so. and y'all can all see it before it comes back up to Shreveport and stays with me for the next year. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. All right. All right. Well, uh, well, well, thanks for doing this, Dad. It was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Thank y'all.